Thanks for joining me. This is the Seven Transformations podcast. My name is Tudor Alexander. And today I'm going to follow up on my previous episode, which was Demystifying the Mystical Six, The Purpose of Life. You know, we talked about, if you haven't listened to that episode, or if you have, let's review it really quick. We talked about that purpose of life is actually very simple. You know, it's often thought of as this very deep philosophical question with some complicated answer, but uh, in reality, it really just relates to the creative nature of the universe through the constant process of change that we can see all around us at every point in time, and how that creative purpose is shared by all of us. We, you know, it has nothing to do with talent, has nothing to do with, you know, being artistic. It is about creating and bringing things into the world into the material world through your actions. Whether you're breathing out and you're creating carbon dioxide, which most of us see as meaningless, but is still creation. Or whether you're creating a masterpiece of art or, you know, fixing a broken vehicle or creating a beautiful meal for your family. All of that is the same under the law of creation. So when we can identify with that purpose of life and say, okay, you know, my purpose of life is to create. The next natural question is, well, what am I supposed to create? You know, how, how do I act on this seemingly simple idea? And like I said, that was a whole nother can of worms. So this is that can of worms. We're going to take a look at that today because one of the most undervalued skills, and I always talk about this, I'll mention it time and again, one of the most undervalued things that we uh, have in today's world is the value of spending quality time with yourself and just listening, listening to your thoughts, listening to you know, what you think about the future, about yourself. We often avoid dialoguing with ourselves about these things, and that's what the mystical six and this whole point of demystifying them, that's, that's really one of the main reasons why I created these these terms, you know, the mystical six. I mean, I didn't create the words, but the idea that these words are something very mystical and foreign and really bringing them back down into normal conversational words that you can have with yourself. Like, what is my purpose of life? You know, where is my transformation headed? What am I looking forward to transforming? These kind of things are everyday to me. You know, they, they belong in your everyday conversations. And when they do, when you when you can truly see them as simple and normal parts of your life, having a created life that you love with the people you love in it, which is the whole point of being here, becomes a natural extension of who you are. It's not something that's alien or frou-frou or crazy. It is just a simple and actionable thing. So without further ado, let's take a look at one of the main ways that we act on our purpose of life. You know, when we ask ourselves, well, what am I here to create? Well, just listen. Listen to yourself. That's why I mentioned all of that about taking time to listen to yourself because we all are endowed with something that is very powerful, that is unique to human beings. And, you know, some other animals have it too, but particularly human beings have a burning curiosity. You know, we have this feature to our DNA that that just gives us this bug to explore, to find every nook and cranny of something until 
you know, we are exhausted, when we are passionate about something, we want to know and conquer that domain in as many ways as possible. Our, our voraciousness, our hunger for more and for knowledge and for experience is more than any other creature on the planet. And that is one of the main factors that led us to being in the position we are today, being all over the planet, being dominant, and that's because of our curiosity. You know, we wanted to constantly explore the unknown. We were curious about, okay, you know, I don't like my current situation. I'm going to make a tool and change it. You know, we have this burning desire to change and create. You know, that is the universal purpose of life expressing itself through our species. And curiosity is a very interesting thing. It's a very powerful tool. But unfortunately, we get out of touch with it. You know, as we grow and become adults, life settles in. You know, we we become responsible, reasonable, and I'll even say cynical. Because that is one of the main obstacles to curiosity, which we'll talk about later. But first, you know, let's take a look at what is curiosity. You know, what is that? It seems like such a simple word when you hear it. Oftentimes you you dismiss it as not being that valuable because most of us have associated curiosity with something very superficial. You know, I'm curious about that new taco restaurant or, hmm, I'm curious what font I'm going to use for this presentation. You know, those kind of things are within the realm of curiosity, but they're not significant. They're not important for what we really want, which is a sense of purpose in life, a sense of direction, a sense of fulfillment and connection to something greater than ourselves. And that kind of curiosity is the kind of curiosity that I want to talk about today. You know, there's curiosity of things that even bring you fear. Like when you hear about it, like, ooh, man, that makes me really uncomfortable. And oftentimes, I know for teaching, you know, ballroom dancing, we always look at that as a growth zone or growth opportunity. You know, if something scares you, then there is something there for you to learn in that experience. And obviously, managing how much that scares you with how comfortable it is, is very important to actually learning from it. Because if it's too uncomfortable, then, you know, that's not going to work either. But curiosity is an indicator you know, for your destiny. I call it the whisper of destiny because it really is. It is this magical, unexplainable voice that leads you from place to place into the experiences and people and actions that help to fulfill your life purpose or destiny, maybe without even realizing it. You know, when you, for example, I'll give you a personal story. I never thought I would be teaching ballroom dancing. I've done this for about 15 years now. When I first started, it started off as a completely random thing that I was just a little curious about. And little by little, one choice led to another. And without telling you my life story, it led to a very satisfying professional career in something that I never in my life or wildest dreams when I was 18 or whatever when I went to college that I ever saw that. And you could say that about a lot of things because when we follow those little messages, those little whispers, it's not like you get the entire big picture. You get a little bit at a time. And that is the dance. The dance is that you 
are whispered to, and you can choose to take action on that curiosity or not. And this is where those obstacles come in, because if we have let the cynicism of life kick in, where, you know, what is cynicism? Cynicism is judgment. It is a faculty of the mind. The mind craves certainty and stability. We put labels on everything. We want to judge situations right away so we don't have to think about them anymore. And in some sense, that's a useful tool. It was evolutionarily, you know, an adaptation so that our mind can manage its resources. But it also usually causes a lot of problems because if you have judged something already, if you already say, well, that's what it is and it can't be any other way, then you have lost a very important component to curiosity, which is wonder. And wonder, what is wonder? You think about children before all of that adult stuff kicks in, before all the early traumas kick in. And wonder is your ability to deal with the unknown with excitement. Ultimately, the world is constantly filled with unknowns, and that's never going to change. You know, I've always loved having everything under control, but it doesn't ever work that way. And one thing that's taken me a while to learn is how to deal with the unknown as exciting. And it is something that we constantly have to address. This is one of these things within the realm of transformation that you are always, especially if you're in a a leadership position or you're working with other people, you must always address the unknown with excitement, with a sense of possibility. And that all comes down to wonder. Because if you're cynical, what that means is that you've judged the situation already, then there is no room for wonder. And the unknown becomes the known in the sense that, oh, well, this can't be possible, or it is the way it is. And then it has lost all sense of possibility. It has lost all curiosity. You have cut off the source for more exploration, more growth, and even your destiny by being cynical. So cynical or cynicism is one major obstacle to this whisper of destiny to this magical thing that we call curiosity. And, you know, there's a few others, but we'll get to them later. You know, for now, let's go back to what is curiosity and how do we distinguish between, like we said, you've got these momentary, well, I'm curious about, you know, what kind of beer, oh, this is a new beer here at the store, let me try this out, or a new snack or whatever, versus something like, you know, gosh, I'm curious about starting this volunteer project is really lighting me up inside. You know, both of those are a sense of curiosity, but what is what is the difference? You know, one has to deal with your life purpose, you know, something that's much deeper. It's, it's lighting you up inside, or again, maybe part of that is lighting you up and the other part is scaring the hell out of you. Either way, it's giving you some reaction to your spirit, and there's always growth to be had there, and that That is the stepping stone towards your destiny when you get those kinds of reactions. And, you know, versus these, you know, more trivial, superficial curiosities, like, oh gosh, you know, I really want to go to this rave or this party. You know, and those are fine too, but ultimately what the difference is, you know, we are social creatures. So I'll give you two ways to distinguish these two types of curiosities. And the first one is, We are social creatures. Everything that we do is in a relationship to someone else. You know, we don't live in a vacuum. Your role in society, what you do, who you are, it all 
comes back down to what connection do you have to other people? Because we're biologically rewarded for being part of the community, for being a, a contributory part, for having friendships, connections, relationships with others. Those kinds of things are rewarding us. And in fact, they've studied numerous times that one of the key components, the top key components of health and maintaining longevity is in fact in the social aspects, much more so than diet, much more so than exercise, supplements, whatever else. It is your social integration. Let's put it that way. So if that's such a significant part of our lives, then one way you can distinguish what real curiosity is, let's put it that way, or, or life purpose curiosity, is that one type of curiosity, which is superficial, has to deal with what you get out of life. You know, if I'm curious about that new taco store, it has to deal with everything about what I'm going to get. I'm going to get to eat. I'm going to get to try some new experience, whatever. You know, and that's great too because, you know what, maybe that taco shop will lead you to the love of your life. Who knows? You know, so doesn't mean don't act on the things that you're curious about. But the type of curiosity that elicits a response when there is something to give, when there is something to contribute to other people, that is the kind of curiosity that will accelerate your life purpose, that will you know, give you a sense of meaning and completion and moving in alignment with this creative energy that is constantly flowing through the universe, generating everything around you so that you can be part of that song. You know, I have so many projects I've started in the last year or so, you know, creative projects, albums with my friends. I'm volunteering, uh, teaching music for at-risk youth and playing the piano for a cancer clinic. These types of things, you know, they took me a while to organize in my life, but they really make me feel alive. I feel great when I'm out there. I really feel that I'm in alignment with my life purpose. And I don't have to have a specific title for my life purpose, but I know that when I'm contributing and being part of somebody else's life, it is something that really lights me up inside. So the prospect of a new project that can contribute in some way is always something that I'm curious about. And, you know, it's important to be curious about experiences too. Life is about different types of experiences. But ultimately, when we talk about the purpose of life, your, your spiritual growth, your sense of fulfillment, creating your life, taking the actions on a daily basis that are in alignment with your curiosity and learning to listen to yourself about what you're curious about, what are you genuinely curious about, and not just the superficial light things, but dare, you know, be courageous enough to see what are you curious about contributing to others, not just about what you get out of life, but what are you curious about what you can give? And that's a very powerful tool for distinguishing your life purpose and what you are here to bring. Everybody has a different talent, a skill, a thing that they're good at, that they're passionate about, experiences they had. You know, how can you convert that into something that has a social component in the sense that it gives back and connects you to the greater whole? So think about that. You know, and the other... I said there's going to be two tools to distinguishing your life purpose in terms of the curiosity. And the other 
aspect of it is you look at life again these are things you can observe this is not anything magical or, or philosophical everything has memory everything is memory you know life uses dna as its memory it's a very complex memory system and what we can infer from that is that information is meant to be passed forward that it's meant to carry through the generations so you know what information gets carried through is it everything do you remember absolutely every moment of your life no you don't you remember the ones that were really important that had the most impact that had the highest emotions or you know whatever that that made it to that memory and in that respect there is this there is this term that i have come up with called curiosity for excellence and it was it was a product of a lesson i had it was you know I, i'm a professional ballroom dancer i had a, a coaching session with a very well-known coach um her name was nadia eftadal and she came over to our studio and we were i'll briefly explain the story to you but nadia was like a world champion you know and this was the first time i had had a lesson with her and basically long story short we were learning the you know basic techniques and different things and how to move and you know relatively that information it was something that i i already knew to some respect it wasn't anything mind-blowing so you know, at one point she turns to me and she says, well, why do you think we, why do you think we do all this twisting and, and, you know, bending and stuff and dancing? And I said, well, I don't know. I I gave her the logical answer. Well, because you need to get over your foot or you need to do this or that. And she says, well, sure, but isn't it because you love to dance? And in that moment, it shifted. It was a major shift that happened in my life. This was a few years ago. Because... At that point, I was so obsessed with getting better and improving and all this stuff, but it didn't have, you know, you can't just improve and get better for no reason. There there has to be a, a curiosity, a joy behind what you're doing. And in that moment, I realized that, yeah, you know what? I'm doing all this work and hard stuff because I do enjoy it, not because it has to be done. There's no reason why it has to be done. And I asked her, I said, well, you know, what motivated you to become a world champion? You know, why would you go through so much effort and energy to accomplish something that is extremely, you know, distinguished and and difficult? And, you know, she looked at me simply and said, well, you know, I was just curious to see how far I could take it. You know, I just wanted to find out. And in that whole experience, I realized that you know, we can be curious for, again, the taco shop, the next restaurant, whatever. And those things are important. It's important to live an exploratory life that you are hungry for experiences. But within the spectrum of experiences of our lives, there are also experiences that are difficult. Mastery of something, overcoming challenges, um, you know, distinguishing yourself in some way, making an achievement. Those things are also experiences. And rarely are we curious for those. Rarely do we approach those with curiosity. Generally, they're seen as hard work, as difficult, as must-dos. But what if we can approach those types of things 
with a curiosity. What if we could approach excellence with a type of curiosity, curiosity for excellence? I'm hungry just for the sake of what does it feel like. I want that experience of achievement without any particular reason, not because I'm not enough, not because I need to do it, but because I'm just curious to find out. And in that sense, those are the experiences that make it to our memories. Our memories, our, our life, our DNA, our traditions, passing it on to children, whatever. Our ability to maintain curiosity as the driving source for success, for distinguishing ourselves, for achievement, is what allows us to bring those experiences into memory so that they can be passed on. You know, you can be curious all you want about the taco shop or the new beer, but you're not going to remember it 10 years from now. And it has no value for the growth of your children, of mankind, of the people around you. And again, not to say that you shouldn't live an exploratory life, but those experiences disappear under the enormous weight of time. It, it devours everything. So there should be something beyond that. You know, your curiosity is not just limited to superficial things. You know, so two tools to help you look at curiosity in a different way. We're social creatures. You know, what are you curious about giving versus what are you curious about getting? And in that sense, can you maintain a curiosity for excellence, for achieving things, in the same way that you maintain curiosity about seeing that new movie that came out? You know, I mentioned earlier that there are some enemies to curiosity or obstacles, and cynicism was one of them. But there's two more, and I'll cover them now because we've established some good principles about curiosity and, and you know, like I said, giving and getting and all these things. Personal growth is something that is always going to happen. Personal growth can be as simple as getting new experiences and traveling and you know whatever learning new knowledge you know so in your in that sense your curiosity is constantly feeding your personal growth but personal growth without an end without a contributory end is something that can de-evolve into a non-useful thing in your life for example if personal growth is experiential and i'm all about getting new experiences, traveling, going to, you know, festivals, uh, eating, whatever, that kind of thing. Without some sense of contributing back to others and sharing or making those experiences into memory and improving the lives of others, it's very easy to slip all those actions into hedonism and living from one experience to another. And again, there's nothing wrong with those things. But life is more than just about living from experience to experience. There is also the side of life about achieving and, and being in alignment with that creative force where you're contributing back into the system. You know, and likewise, if if can you know if personal growth is more on the side of educating yourself, you know, learning a bunch of stuff and, and distinguishing yourself, and you're curious about, okay, I I'm, I need to master this and this and this and this. Without a sense of con contribution with those things either, it's very easy to become the expert or to isolate yourself into the world of 
erudite, you know, academics or, you know, intellectualism that has no connection to life or other people. You know, so contribution, what you're going to give back, is always a fail-safe guide to evaluating what you're here to do, who are you here to be with, you know, what are you here to contribute to the life and, and, and actualize your purpose. You know, another final obstacle that we all share in our curiosity as we pursue our life purpose, as we listen to these whispers of destiny, is that inevitably when we start something that is worth our time and our our commitment, that there is a desire to quit. And I know that from my own experience in everything I do, that the desire to quit, which is totally human, always comes and rears its ugly head. And how do we deal with that? Different people deal with it very differently. You've heard of yin and yang, so I'm going to use that because it's a very simple tool to understand personality. Somebody who's very yang or masculine energy driven, you know, their general pattern that they're curious about something, they're going to create a lot, and then they're going to get overwhelmed. So at that point, they're going to want to quit because there's too much going on and that they've too much overcommitted themselves. So somebody in that sense will have to learn about process. You know, and this is how curiosity enacts the purpose of life and our transformation. Again, all these things are related. Transformation, I believe that we're all here to learn lessons that is part of our purpose of life. And so whatever side of the pendulum you fall on, curiosity will lead you to discover the opposite, to help you balance out, to help you become you know, a, a more complete worldview about how you do things. And likewise, for some people who, let's say, are more on the yin side of it, more feminine energy, you know, for them, the challenge is going to be that they have to muster up the courage to start something, to go for it, to put themselves out there, you know. So it's always one side of the coin or the other. And the point is not so much those things, the yin and the yang, but rather that curiosity will take you through your life purpose and give you those experiences and people that are meant to challenge you and to bring fulfillment and balance and peace and freedom into your life as long as you listen to it and take actions upon those things. So I'm going to end with one thing, a final point really quickly, and it's where your attention goes, something grows. This is something to be said about curiosity because your attention is everything. Whatever has your attention will grow. If your problems have your attention, they will get bigger. If a project has your attention, it will get bigger. So learn to listen to your curiosity. We've discussed it quite in detail today, and it'll show up in future conversations too. But I hope this has been a fun episode, an educating episode, and I hope that it's given you some perspective in aligning with your own life purpose and what are you curious about? What are some of the things in your life that maybe you have put off because you're afraid or you're not sure where to start? So think about that. Take some time, listen. Take some time out of your busy life to quiet down and the answers will come. And then when the answers come, even if they're very tiny ones, have some courage and take some action and 
follow those whispers of destiny because they will lead you to where you need to go. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is the 7 Transformations podcast. You can check me out on Facebook. If you also do Instagram, I'm on there as well. It's uh, at Tudor's blog, T-W-O-D-O-O-R-S-B-L-O-G. Of course, I also maintain a blog with a lot of other things on there, if you're curious for that. It's tudorsblog.com. So anyway, hope you are having a wonderful night. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you soon. (laughs) 